0: This is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Elite Life Optimization Coach, Ryan Nidell, and today's episode is about jumping off the fence. Today, I'm going to share with you a lesson about why straddling the fence is not a comfortable place to be, and then ultimately, what you should do if you happen to find yourself straddling the fence in this moment. So I have been leading a group of 100 individuals in what I refer to as a 10-day optimization challenge. And it's been the most beautiful thing to see in the world, right? And as I share this, it's something I'm going to offer starting the first of every month in perpetuity, right? Going forward, the first of every month will be the day that the 10-day challenge kicks off. And instead of being shrouded in secrecy, right, the 10-day challenge – Ends up being 16 full days of video training with accountability and homework and PDFs. And some of the participants have printed out all the documents. I didn't I didn't realize the the magnitude of deliverables that I had given. But it's more than an entire three inch binder full of papers. Right? So it's massively impactful and it's something that is $19.97, not mass, it's not expensive in my opinion, not for the value that you get. And if for some reason you decided to sign up for it and you go all the way through all the training, right? You do the 4 days of pre-training. You do the the assignments as stated and you get to the end and you said, "Man, you know what, Ryan? I just I didn't feel it." Right? I didn't get anything out of this. It was just kind of a ah. Just kind of a thing. I'll give you 40 bucks back. Oddly enough, that's not why I'm sharing this. If you're interested, of course, shoot me an email. There'll, there'll be a link in the in the show notes to sign up for the next 10-day challenge. I share all this as a pre-frame for you to let you know that I'm I'm through the training. Right? We're basically at day 16. And there's a funny thing that happened on day 15. Right? There's there's an opportunity as we go through this, and I share it very openly that if You've been exposed to this new way of living and you take the practical and tactical tips that I share with you and I hold you accountable to over our time together in this training protocol, that there's an opportunity to make a greater investment in yourself. I say in yourself because you're not really investing in me. The story in your head might be, well, yes, I am. I'm, I'm spending money with you. What's well, that exact mindset as to why I would state that you need to start learning how to invest in yourself. And maybe that is with a coaching protocol of some capacity. I share that because there's an understanding internally that goes on in all of us that in order to get something greater than we have we must show up in a greater capacity than we currently do. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right? Like let's take the physical aspect of your body for just one moment. Don't know when the last time is you've been to the gym, but let's assume at some point you've ran in your life. And the last time you can ever remember running a mile, whether it's on a treadmill or outside, It took you about seven minutes. And you sit down and you think after running the mile, like, man, that was tough. It would be great. I'd like to set a goal to run a five-minute mile. And so you go home. You tell your family, I'm going to run a five-minute mile. They're excited for you. Man, that's great. You speak to your best friend, your neighbor, your cousin, your brother, your sister. I'm going to run a five-minute mile. And they are pumped for you. Man, that's incredible. How are you going to do that? Man, I got a plan. I'm going to do this. And as life progresses, you decide never to step foot back in the gym. You don't actually hire a coach. You don't actually do anything other than you talk about it. You think about it. You plan on it. You visualize how great it would feel seeing on your phone, on the tracking app, as you cross the mile marker and you see it say 459. It's like, man, that is is just such a beautiful thing. But that's all you do is you simply think about it. And you talk about how great it felt when you ran that first mile that took you seven minutes. And then you talk about how exciting it will be when you hit this new point in time. But you don't actually do something to get there. Have you been there before? Like let me, let me raise my hand right now. I certainly have. Right, I've been incredibly excited about all types of different things, been gassed up for it, said, I'm going to do this, I'm going to go out and crush it. Then as life would have it, maybe I take a left turn where I should have taken a right. Maybe I don't take any turn at all because I don't know where the keys are to put in the ignition. Maybe I justify away my behavior based off the fact of not wanting to hurt my fragile ego. Any of this sound familiar to you? Like in my life, in some capacity, I suppose it would be the Ironman training. So a bunch of my friends, acquaintances, people that I know from a company called First Form. It's a subman company based out of St. Louis, Missouri. And two, three, four, five, some number of employees went down to Tennessee. I believe it was Tennessee, Chattanooga, and did an Ironman. Right, and there's a guy named Will Grumke who I have known loosely, I can't call him a friend, I don't know that his number's even in my cell phone. But when I've been to headquarters before in the past in my life, I've met him, I've spent time with him, I've shaken his hand. And I see him post a time that he completed an Ironman in 4 hours and 44 minutes. And I'm just like, man, that is screaming fast to me. Then that instantly elicits shame and guilt about the times where I said, I want to compete in an Ironman, which I still do. And there's an incredible man that has offered to coach me, which I will take him up on that. He is my coach. I won't go anywhere else. But what happens is I haven't really fully committed to it. Let's just be honest. Right? I still love boxing. I still love the sweet science. I still love what it feels like to hit the mitts. And I'm starting to even like getting punched in the head a little bit, which is crazy in its own capacity. But I know if I want to do something greater, although this incredible man has offered to coach me, I have to put my money where my mouth is. Because if there's no pain associated, I'm probably not actually going to take action. And we all have a pain point that matters in our lives, right? There's some dollar amount to you that if you said, man, if it cost me this much to be successful, that would sting. Think of that statement in itself right there. If it cost me this much to be successful, what dollar amount would you put on yourself right now that you would be willing to pay for success? Not success that I define for you, but success that you know is yours. What is that dollar amount? Don't lie to yourself. Don't kid yourself. Don't pump up the number and say it's something greater than it is. But just for the first time, maybe all day, be 100% brutally honest with yourself. What is the number you pay for success? You're going to have it in your head right now. And when you have that number, if someone came up to you and said, for that exact number, right? let's say it's $1,000, for $1,000, I'm going to guarantee your success if you follow exactly what I tell you. And then you look at this person and you size them up and you say, man, do they even know what success is? Do they live their life in a way that I deem to be successful? Do they have the accreditations that I feel like are required for success? Let's assume in this hyper fictional world that this individual does. And so they meet all the criteria that you're setting forth for yourself. They meet the dollar amount, but now you're faced with the decision. The decision isn't based around investing in the person. The decision is, are you actually worth $1,000? Because you just said your success, if guaranteed, was worth $1,000, but you're faced with the decision to actually put your money where your mouth is. And that's where most people stop, which is what's happened inside of this group. This is not to create shame and guilt in anyone that participated. This is factual as a microcosm for how we operate as a society, and I have to share it with you because there's a good chance you're living your life the same way. You see, if I break down the statistics and the numbers of people that signed up for this challenge, and this is not teetotal, this is not exact, but this is very, very close. People that have signed up for the the challenge, I'm going to make it very easy and say it's 100 people. It'll make it easy for statistics. And one of the first days of pre-training, I say, hey, go to my Facebook Messenger and download a free gift. The gift is crazy in its own right. right? If you just did this and you took nothing else, I could sleep at night knowing I gave you more value than $19.97 you spent. And so I go there and I look and I look at the statistics. Wouldn't you know, only 87 people downloaded the gift in pre-training. Now I can assume that my email system might have been broken or flawed. I can assume that there were some pieces and some parts that didn't go the right way on my side, right? It's certainly not on somebody else's side. So eventually I send the same set of emails three different ways. I also put a link in the group to make sure everybody has access to it. Even after all that, only 88 people download the gift. Right away, 12% of the people spent 20 bucks and said, I just don't give a shit about the money. You sold me on the message. I don't have the ability to follow through with what I said I would do. I'm not actually willing to change at the level that I said I'm going to. Okay? More power to you. But where else does that show up in your life? Where else do you get excited for something and then fall short from even starting? I know it's more than just here. Because what coaching has shown me, what I have shown myself in my own life, is how we do one thing is inevitably how we're tied to doing everything. And so it's different. 12% of the people fell off before we even got to training. Now, the pre-training protocol in the first series was seven days long, which was far too long. I realized that. But as we get to day one, and there's a very small and simple homework assignment associated with day one, I can tell you that 69 people completed day one. 69. So now we have lost 31% of the people after seven days. Think about that. Right now, you're listening. Let's just say 10,000 other people are listening. Let's say 999 I'm sorry, nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine. So you would be the ten thousandth person. It's like saying that after seven days, then all of a sudden only sixty six hundred people are listening. And we haven't even got to anything yet. Or the three people in your car, or the three people you see at the gym, or the three people that live in your household, the one of the three of you is just not going to show up in seven days. It's crazy. But it's facts. This is how this works. Given the fact, too, on the front side, that I promise that if you just showed up and did everything and you didn't like it, it gave you no value, you get all the money back times two. But yet, here we are, day one, I'm down to 69 people. As life progresses and we get into the 10th day of training, which, in everybody's understanding, was going to be the last day of training. Right, but I wanted to make sure that I over-delivered. So every one of these trainings has a video that's somewhere between 2 and 10 minutes long. Everyone has an associated PDF. Everyone has an action item to do. All of it's backed up. All of it's all-encompassing. All right, so 10 days turns into 16, just how, I, just how I roll. But on day 10, as I look at what is required of people who's still doing what they said they were going to do, the number is now down to 38. 38 people were able to remain consistent with what I would refer to as very simple daily instructions that only required 10 days of dedication. Now, we can take into consideration the seven days of pre-training, so let's look at this as a 17-day commitment at this point. 60% of the people said they're out weren't able to complete simple, mundane, daily tasks. That when done, I have found through not only my own life, not only my family's lives, but thousands of hours of coaching and hundreds of clients, that when you do these things, your life changes. You feel better about yourself. You lose weight, you gain mental clarity. You gain focus. You earn and own and then embody personal power. You feel better in every capacity possible, plus you're able to process emotions in a more healthy manner. Seems like a no-brainer, right? Like, man, that's, that's great. Who wouldn't want that? Exactly. But yet some people won't get out of their comfort zone. Some people believe they know better. Some people think they have it all figured out. I love those people. I'm dead I, serious. I love you. If you're one of those people, I, I swear in my heart, I love you. Because I used to be that same way. And I get it. But if that's actually the fact, and I go back to 17 days ago, and I say, well, man, if you had it all figured out, why would you sign up for this? And I can almost hear your answer right now. Well, Ryan, I just felt so compelled to give me so much value over the podcast, or through your email list, or the way you proposed your marketing message. I just felt compelled to support you. I have a better way for you to support me going forward. Ready? There's this payment platform called PayPal. Don't know if you've heard it before. It's P-A-Y-P-A-L dot com, PayPal. You can go there. You can type in my email address, right? Ryan at lifeoptimizationgroup.com. And you can just send me money, right? Just send me money. You decide how much, just send it to me. I'll take it as a donation. At least if it's a donation, you can write it off on taxes, Might as well donate it to me. Probably better for you. I say that tongue-in-cheek because that's just a fucking lie, my friend. You didn't do it just to support me. You did it because you thought you'd get something out of it. And then when faced with the decision of getting a little uncomfortable to have a life that is unrecognizable to who you were 17 days ago, you opted out along the journey. These are just the facts. I'm only dealing with the facts. There are no feelings involved in this conversation. The facts are we're now under 40 people, 38, 39, that are still keeping up at day 10. Now, the beautiful part is we get to day 14, and there is an opportunity for us to spend more time together, right? Whether it's a group setting, whether it's a one-on-one setting, whether it's a video setting, whether it's a small group setting, there are ways for us to consider different paths. That doesn't bother me at all. The goal of this is not only to show you what's possible in a microcosm of 10 days, ultimately 16, but also say, okay, look, if you were held to this sort of standard for 10 days and your life feels this much different, how much different would you really feel if you lived your life this way? If you had someone that had your back to push you forward when times got tough, if you had someone that had the tough conversations with you to move you through the progression of life, what would that ultimately mean for your ultimate success? It'd be crazy. That, that's why I offered. I still have a waiting list of one-on-one clients. To start up another group is not necessarily something that I have to do, but something I feel called to do. If I can make a bigger impact in people's lives for a dollar amount that is admittedly less than I paid for some pairs of tennis shoes, begrudgingly, with my head buried in shame, I kid. A kid. If I can't make an impact for that, then what am I doing this for? And so on day 14, that presents itself. And at the end of day 14, I look at the statistics of who had actually followed through with all the work up to that point. There were 16 people that had followed through. Out of those 16, only 9 had done 100% of what they were asked to do that day. And out of those nine, only one person made a decision to move forward with anything. So I felt compelled to hop in and share from my heart what I'm going to share with you. I hope you receive this with the love that it's intended for versus what it could ultimately be taken as. There is a version of you that exists that is capable of far more than you are currently doing you know the exact version that I'm talking about. It's the version that when you close your eyes and you imagine your ideal life, begs you to step up and be the person you are supposed to be to ultimately fulfill your soul's purpose. That version of you exists, I swear it to you. You might not be able to see it from your current vantage point, but I know it exists because I have met mine. And the minute I met my first version, I set out and I cast a, cast a line trying to reach my second version. And when I reach him, I'll reach my third. I know how this works. And so there's a version inside of you that wants something greater. And so you consume content, right? You listen to this show. You read self-help books. You, you, you listen to 25 podcasts. You are the most educated in consumption person that anyone has ever met but yet when it comes right down to it the practical application of knowledge still escapes you because if you were honest with yourself and you practically applied consistently all the knowledge that you are acquiring you'd be ten times further ahead than you actually are right now but you keep bullshitting yourself thinking you're going to figure it out on your own There's no need in today's society to figure this stuff out alone. That is a fool's errand. Because you see, there are people that have walked the path that you're trying to walk down way prior to you that can share with you the pitfalls that you cannot see. Now, make no mistake, even with someone showing you those pitfalls, you're still going to trip and fall. You're still going to bloody your hands. You're still going to skin up your knees. It's still going to hurt. But there's a path that you're supposed to walk on that you need someone to give you permission to walk down. Maybe I'm the one to grant you permission finally. But that permission comes with an actual cost. There's a price associated with that. The price is the monetary investment you must make in yourself to find the greatest version of you. And the greatest version does not exist. I'm sorry, you're not going to find it in the back of a Wayne Dyer book. Are there tools, tips, and tricks in the back of a Wayne Dyer book, as I hold it up in front of the camera, that could progress you forward 100%? Are you going to get all gassed up when you read it and try to apply it for a handful of days with no question? But what happens after 10 days? You retreat back to the old you. What happens after 14 days? You retreat back to the old you. Let's say you're one of the rare ones that makes it to 16 days, 23 days total. And you don't do something greater. How many more days do you think it's going to take for you to retreat back to the old you? The uncomfortable truth of life, my friend, is it takes six months for you to establish new habits that are no longer habits. They are lifestyles. Would you like to know the difference between a habit and a lifestyle? Smoking is a habit. Drinking is a habit. Anabolic steroids were a habit. A lifestyle is something that cannot be taken from you because it is yours. It is yours to hold on to. No different than the information I share with you is nothing that I have now shared with you. It is things that you now own. And when you own those things at a soul's level, you go out and produce at a level that is incomprehensible to the version you are now. But it takes that version, it takes the six month ahead version to finally start to live the life that you know you've always wanted. But you tell yourself a bullshit story about 250 bucks or 450 bucks or 1,000 bucks. I don't know. I don't think it's worth it. What happens if it doesn't work out? What happens if the money that I spend doesn't have a return? What do I do? Let's be real, my friend. There's no part of that. If you're referring to me, that is actually going to be true. That is a story you have concocted in your own head. Certainly there are other individuals that will unscrupulously take your money and not provide you anything. That is not me. It will never be me. It is not how I'm wired. I take immense pride in the consistent growth that I experience that then I get to share with you. And so I admittedly don't even care if I've coached you before. And we only worked together for 12 weeks. There's a high probability that you didn't make it to six months owning the core competencies that will make you successful. But there's a little refresher you might need. You know what's shameful? Not raising your hand and saying, hey, can I get a little brush up? Hey, let's have a conversation. Hey, I, I realize I retreated back to my own ways. What do you think about this? You're not the only one. There's reasons for everything. And so as you sit here and you think, "Man, I know I'm capable of more. I can't find clients in my business. I can't get my body dialed in the right way. I haven't had sex with my loved one for the past month and I can't figure that out. I'm riddled with self-doubt. I beat myself up all the time that I'm not good enough. I start and then I stop all the time. I'm focused on all the stuff I did wrong and never on the stuff I'm building going forward. I'm afraid of being alone." I'm afraid of not having a plan. I'm afraid of running out of money. All these things are stories that you concoct in your head that I know how to progress and push you through. I know how to get through them because I have gotten through them. I know how to navigate those waters because I am still being coached additionally on how to more efficiently navigate those waters. And so as you sit here straddling the fence in your life with one leg in the life that you feel like you are told you have to live and one leg on the desired version of those fence that you want to live, what is going to actually move you off the damn fence? In action, the lack of action will not move you off the fence. Begging and pleading won't move you off the fence. Discounting down my value won't move you off the fence. The only thing that will move you off the fence is you. Is when you stop lying to yourself that you've got everything figured out. When you stop lying to yourself that you're living the ideal life right now. When you stop lying to yourself that you can't afford it. I would challenge the I can't afford it and say you can't afford not to. Let's say you are my average listener right now and you're 35 years old. I say average because that's how old I am. And let's say you plan on living to 70. Right. Short life. You're only going to live to 70. You have equal amount of production years as you've currently been on this planet. Let's just say, hypothetically, you could increase your income by 10% each year for the next 10 years. If you knew how to do what I do. I don't care where your income's at right now. Let's say you make 40 grand a year right now. You'd make forty-four grand next year. You'd make forty-eight for the year after. You'd make fifty-three two the year after that. So in three years, you have efficiently and effectively given yourself an exponential raise because you invested in getting off the damn fence now, which is what I had to share with the group. And I had to share that, not because, quite frankly, I give about uh, shit about $249 for group training. I had to share that because I know how we do one thing is how we do everything in our lives. And the fact that you think for $20 and 17 days, total of 23 with pre-training, you think for that amount of time, energy, and effort, and investment, that you magically have this shit all figured out. Or even worse, you know you don't have it figured out, but now you're not willing to say, hey, I can't figure out how to pay for it. Can we figure some shit out together? You don't even do that. So you're going to retreat back to your old life. You're going to go back to your old habits. And six months from now, when the people that ran with me or I myself am living a a life that is unrecognizable to who I am now, you're going to say... And how did you do that? What, 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 what went on? What went on is I got off the damn fence and I made a decision and I went for it. Because my friend, there's a saying that I found to be an absolute truism. Fortune favors the bold. And the decision to spend your hard-earned money on yourself is a bold decision, especially when most of us talk ourselves down about our internal value proposition. And so until you're bold enough to actually own the fact that you are capable of more, you will never achieve what you're capable of achieving. But for those of you that want to run at a high level, achieve more than you knew possible, and live this life that I'm talking about, I can promise you one thing when we part ways. You will without question be able to get shit done.